0: what's up everybody what's up everybody this is Carmine Davis and you are listening to the Carmine Davis show what is up what the fuck is up how was your week everything was cool with me um I had a a pretty productive week it was a little emotional um but a great week, nonetheless. I did a lot of um, inner work. Built some really great relationships. But um, I've, I've been feeling a sense of creativity lately. And um, so I'm excited about it. And I got my juices flowing. And I think I'm tuned in more than i ever been. So... All in all, a great week, right? I hope the same was for you. I hope your week was productive. Um, I got to make a nail appointment, so let's just hop into it. Um, if you're just not listening to uh this show for the first time, make sure you guys subscribe. Or if you're one of those weirdos who listen to the show, you hundreds of or thousands of people who listen to the show every week and don't subscribe, I think that the... the Ratio is like, what did they say? Like one out of 30 or one out of 40 people subscribe, which is really, really weird. Or some shit like that. Anyway, stop being a creep. Hit that bell button so you can subscribe and get notifications that a new episode has arrived every Thursday. Um, don't be a weirdo. Um, also, I want to let you guys know, a lot of people don't know this, but um, we still have the Carmine Davis merch We have a few items left from the original capsule, and I'm not really putting out another capsule until we get rid of everything from this first capsule. So make sure you guys click the link in the description box, buy up a Carmine Davis shirt, buy a poster, buy a keychain, live it up, represent, stop hating. You know you love me. Show me some love, all right? So let's hop into it. This first hot topic is from com, And I wanted to follow through with this. You know, sports is not my thing. I'm not a sports girl. Um, I don't pay attention to sports like that. But uh, Antonio Brown has been catching my interest ever since he booked on the Buccaneers a couple of weeks ago. Um, Besides the fact that he's pretty handsome, very chocolate, sexy man, besides them feet. Bro, them feet were fucking hit. Like... Get a, if you get a chance, girl, get into it. I understand that he's an athlete, but even Odell Beckham Jr. got his shit together. Like, come on. But Antonio Brown says nothing is wrong with his mental health. Um, it's been two weeks since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers released wide receiver Antonio Brown. Uh, in an upcoming episode of the I Am Athlete podcast, which will be released on Monday, January the 24th, Brown insisted that he was not crazy. Why every time something happens bad or how someone reacts, ah, oh, he's crazy, there's something wrong with his mental health. He said in the teaser, there's nothing wrong with my mental health. Someone told me to get the fuck out of the here. I'm not passive aggressive. Brown referred to his altercation with Bucks head coach, Bruce Arians, who allegedly told the star football player to play the, Jan- the January the 2nd game against the New York Jets, although he had an ankle injury. An NFL Super Bowl team coach told a guy on the team who's playing Hurt, get the fuck out of here, Brown emphasized. As as Revolt previously reported, on January the 2nd, Brown took off his jersey, undershirt, and his pads and threw his shirt and gloves into the stands during the third quarter of the game. He ran across the end zone while his teammates and Jets were on the field. Uh, The wide receiver then waved to fans as he went to the locker room. Following the game, Arians told report that Brown was no longer a Buck. Brown and his attorney alleged that the team was involved in a cover-up over his exit. He said that he was fired for refusing to play on his injured ankle that required surgery. A few days later, the Bucks officially released Brown from the team and refuted claims that he was hurt. We have attempted multiple times throughout his, this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist. San Antonio has not complied. The team said, maintaining the health and wellness of our players is of the utmost importance to our organization. Um, You can click the link. and Hold on. I'm watching it. My bad. Uh, You can actually click the link um, and get into this uh, where he kind of talks about uh, what happened. It's like a four-minute clip. I'll put it in the description box. Uh, I don't believe him uh i understand where he's coming like what what he's trying to say Uh, i i do understand that every time a black man uh kind of shows out or tries to stand up for himself there are always claims that he is insane or there's a mental health there's always that narrative that they try to paint like he's not doing mentally well Um, that whole idea of the black male um, mentality being fragile when it comes to the black man taking a stand against uh, white corporate um, or um, any type of white uh, ran operation. They always come back and try to make it seem like the black man is not well that he's misbehaving we've treated him well but I don't believe that this is the case with Antonio I do believe Antonio may not be mentally unstable I think Antonio is a brat I feel like the way that he behaved is again I'm not a a football fanatic. I don't know much about. I didn't know anything about Antonio Brown until I saw his sexy ass running across the stage uh, at the bar. I was I was at the bar and I watched it on TV. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I really wasn't even watching it. Like I just saw that it happen and I saw people's reaction and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, me having a media platform. I immediately googled and tried to figure out what the fuck was going on. And he has had previous issues with kind of falling in line or doing what he's supposed to do and doing what he can to get what he wants and manipulate some like situations so he can get out of contracts or um, get into better situations or not wanting to do what they told him so he acts out to get what he wants like a child. Now, I do want to support him as a black man. And if he was unhappy in his situation, I just feel like there was better ways to go about it. But what's a better way than to get this kind of a media attention to have all eyes on him, right? To leave and have a seat, social media platform. Now he's in the plane with Madonna. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, the other week we, Reward this kind of behavior. We always do. I reward this behavior. I talk about him and and acts just like him, like people who do similar things. Kanye and all these things. Like we we do reward black men behaving badly. We do, and all ignore black men doing the right thing, or make fun of them, or call them corny. You know, Russell Wilson. You know, we it's a perfect example of people who act right and do what they're supposed to do and handle things respectfully. But as a whole, the black culture tends to throw shade his way and call him corny and all these things. And we don't really give Russell the platform in comparison of what we do with people like Antonio Brown. Um, We don't rally behind them. Even you take it off the field or the court, you look at people, like I say, the League of Extraordinarily Disappointing Gentlemen, like the baby, T.I., Chris Brown, those type of guys who constantly get more and more gigs. They get more and more of our attention, more followers, more support from us, the more they behave badly. You know, like, we, we tend to kind of support them. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are still supporting the baby. There are people who have rallied more behind the baby than they ever did after the whole Danny Lee situation or the homophobic rant that he did um, at Rolling Loud. Like, there are more people rallying up and trying to make sense of his nonsensical actions. I don't know if nonsensible is the word. It is a word. I think it is a word. Nonsensible. And if it's not, I just made it up. Um, I think that that is concerning. And I talk about it every week. And I think Antonio Brown's behavior is concerning. I don't think that he has a mental health issue. I think that he has an attention issue where men like this in this platform you just lost your job. Like, why are you running around here laughing, mumbling, and skinning, and grinning in Madonna's face? You need to be asking or can you be in a music video or some shit like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, he's not behaving the way that a black man should be behaving after he lost his job. He's not cooperating with people to help settle that notion that he did just kind of walk off without... You know, like, they are literally trying to find proof that this happened. You made a large claim against the NFL and have no plans on backing your claim. You know what I mean? Like, we're rallying behind you. We want to support you, but where's the receipts for your ankle? The way you ran and danced and bucked off that fucking... I mean, he damn it through a count. And... Did a two step and backflipped off the field. And you have a bad ankle. So just say what it is. You did not like being told what to do. You didn't want to play. And or you didn't like that your coach talked to you crazy. You're like, all right, nigga, fuck you. And you you walked off. Your ankle probably hurts because you play football. But I don't you were ready to play. You were it's the third quarter. Come on, but we're going to, re- you know, reward his behavior. I mean, it, it is what it is, whatever, you know, it is what it is, but I personally will not be supporting Antonio Brown until I get them receipts because that's a large claim. Like, and if they did now, let me let you know, if they did try to push him to support to play and he does cooperate, and give us some receipts about his ankle, I'm with him. But until then, baby boy, it's not looking good. You look like you're on that team, the league of the extraordinarily disappointing gentlemen. I don't know. Um, I'm going to move on, but before we do, guys, make sure that you tap in with us. Um, On social media, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show, Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. And last week we did a Twitter poll um, about Miss Wendy Williams' kind of scary behavior recently um, when it came to her actions. And if we will ever see her again on the Wendy Williams show um, on Twitter. We asked, you know, do you think that Wendy Williams will ever return to the show? Eighty-seven uh, percent of us, and eighty-eighty-seven percent of you guys said no. And I agree. I agree. Thank you guys for tapping in with us um, on last week's Twitter poll. This one is coming from. This week's Twitter poll is going to come from this week's mid-hot topic is coming from Loviesky.com, of course. Uh, Karuchi Tran, Dwayne Martin, and more joined the cast of the Fresh Prince reboot, Bel-Air. Okay, so it's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot um, called Bel-Air. Now, we talked about this show, I I believe, like a year or two ago when they were talking about, whispering about rebooting it. If you guys don't really know, uh, it's supposed to be rebooted into a kind of drama, um, 90210 vibe, apparently. And um, we're going to talk about it and my thoughts about all of this after the jump. Okay, so if, there, if the first trailer of the dramatic First Prince reboot, Bel-Air, didn't do it for you, maybe these newly announced cast editions will. Karuchi um, Tran, Dwayne Martin, Joe Holt, April Parker-Jones, Stavante Hart, Gotty Thompson, and Charlie Hall will all appear in the first season of Bel-Air, Deadline Reports. Uh, They join Jabari Banks as Will, Adrian Holmes as Philip Banks, Cassandra Freeman as Vivian Banks, Ali Shulleton as Carlton Banks, Coco Jones as Hillary Banks, Akira Akbar as Ashley Banks, uh, Jimmy... Oh, Lord, y'all, I'm sorry. uh, Jimmy Akimbola as Jeffrey, Jordan L. Jones as Jazz, and Simone Joy Jones as Lisa. Uh, Belair which is billed as a dramatic reimagining of the original sitcom. is produced by Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's Westbrook Studios and begins streaming its first three episodes on Super Bowl Sunday. The show already has two seasons ordered from Peacock. Inspired by Morgan Cooper's 2019 viral YouTube video, Bel Air envisions a grittier version of the L.A. uh, enclave where the stakes are much higher. With this dramatic reimagining, we wanted to create a show that stands on its own while honoring the spirit and innovation of the original series," Cooper said in a statement about the show. "Because Bel Air is a drama, we're able to really peel back the layers of these characters and themes in a way that you simply couldn't do 30 years ago in a half-hour sitcom format. We're able to go have tough, com- we're able to go and have tough conversations that challenge perspectives." At its core, Bel Air is a celebration of the Black experience through the perspective of a family. Um, you can click the link in the description box to uh, watch the trailer, just in case you haven't. Um, and it's on Peacock, which I I love everything that Peacock kind of does. Um, I I loved, I love Peacock. I love that um, it's still like a, I think there's still a partnership with NBC. I love that. That's that where originally the fresh prince of bel-air was um distributed through. So, I'm excited about it. I think that this is what people need to see. I like the idea of a black drama regarding black people in luxury, not having to do with, you know, hood issues like power or anything like that. Like, which you know, no offense. I've never watched power or anything like that. I know people love that, but you know, I think it's going to be a really, really great first take. I love Karuchi, And I am happy that Will and Jada are doing something other than bringing each other's dirty laundry to that red table. So I support it. I want all of us to watch it. We'll talk about it. Super Bowl is what, in February. Apparently, Mayor J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Eminem, and everybody going to be... The Super- you know, I don't watch the Super Bowl. Like, I watch the 14-minute show. And then before that, I try to catch who's ever singing the national anthem. But to me, it's just like a pre-show between the Mayor J. Blige concert. So, it's going to be a great night. I think it's going to be a great show. I love Karuchi. like I said. She did amazing on Claws. Shout out to Karuchi Tran for showing the girls how to come from being a rapper's or singer's girlfriend to having her own. And Ruchi is an actress. She's a black actress now. So I'm supporting it and everybody involved. Well, let's do it. I'm here for it. Bel Air is coming, the Super Bowl weekend. It's going to have the first three episodes on Peacock. Download the Peacock app, do all of that, because I really support it. That's not a, 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 an ad. I actually like Peacock. They did, they produced um, Girls Trip or the Ultimate Girls Trip with the Housewives from um, all over the, the Housewives universe. Like you had Kenya Moore, Cynthia Bailey. Um, what's the mother? Ramona. Uh, uh, prostitution Whore um, uh, from New Jersey. They had, um, what's her name? I love her. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The one that went to prison from Jersey and her sister-in-law, um, some girls from New York. That was a good show. And they, I felt like they did such a good job of actually making me want to watch the Ultimate Girls Trip over a re- the recent seasons of Housewives of Atlanta, definitely. So I'm I'm a fan of Peacock. I think they do good work over there as far as like a streaming-only service. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm subscribed to Peacock. Oh, and they had Kyle. Kyle, my girl Kyle from Beverly Hills of Housewives. I love Kyle. She's my favorite. I think she is my... I think it's her and Candy. I think they're my favorite housewives. So. Anyway, enough of Bel Air. Let's go on to the next hot topic. Um. But before we do, guys... If you're just tuning in or you're just kind of scurrying in, you're still on the fence, bitch, I'm not playing with you at this point. Like, subscribe. Because it's really kind of weird. You're 20, 30 minutes in and you're just kind of listening. I know you're binge listening. Like, that's weird. Don't be that kind of person. Girl, that's weird. So just go ahead and follow. Subscribe. Give me five stars because I am a five-star bitch um review me on Spotify now. You can go to the top where you clicked listen and give me them five stars. Don't be a weirdo. It's kind of getting weird and you're still waiting to review. Like what are you waiting for? Why are you waiting to subscribe? Good. Good, good, good. Do it. Do it. And while we're doing you're doing that, um let's go on to the third hot topic. Um this one is from uh someone who I'm always kind of on the fence about. Um, He's kind of, we talk about Nick Cannon a little bit on the show. uh, Nick Cannon, to me, I I think of Nick Cannon, I won't lie. Mariah Carey has completely changed the way I look at Nick Cannon. When they were married and all that, I didn't have a real problem with Nick. I actually thought their union made sense to me. Uh, You know, I think Nick Cannon is that... I used to think Nick Cannon was that guy that you didn't care if he had all the money in the world or not. You liked the fact that Nick Cannon treated you like something, but I'm starting to see a trend. And I think when Mariah Carey did "Thirsty," um, "Thirsty," "Dum dum 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 I like, and when I realized she was talking about Nick, I started kind of. Side eyeing it because she was kind of talking about something. And this third final uh, hot topics from LoveyScott dot uh, Nick Cannon discusses his biggest insecurity during an intimate moment during intimate moments in the bedroom. Um, Nick Cannon revealed a major vulnerability he has when it comes to being intimate. Despite his seemingly endless ability to charm ladies, the multi talented star has admitted that he feels insecure about his skinny body in the bedroom. The TV presenter brought out the topic during a panel discussion in the Wednesday, January 19th episode of his self-titled daytime talk show, Are There Any Insecurities When It Comes to the Bedroom? He asked Mike the situation, Serenito, however you say his name, Uh, Dr. Ish Major, Chris DeStefano, and Rip Michaels. Um, starting out the conversation, the 41-year-old revealed, I will tell you off top, I definitely have an insecurity when it comes to being intimate. He explained, I've been skinny all my life, therefore I never like to be completely naked. It's usually like I hide under the covers as much as I boast about being in shape. After Chris said, asked if he ever Winnie the Poos it which means wearing a shirt with no bottoms. Nick said that he's got to have some type of clothes, some type of socks, he added. So that's my insecurity. Nick realized, though, that women don't think about that, he elaborated. I'm pretty sure because that's when we're our most vulnerable, when we're making love, when we're tapping into our sensuality and spirituality, that's when we're our most open. Um, following his confession, some social media users praised Nick for getting being getting honest about his insecurity. I know he was going to say that. That's so cute, seeing men be vulnerable. One applauded him. Another echoed the sentiment. I love how he's so open. A third... <sighs> okay, I scoff, and I, I, I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Let me finish. A third user reacted. Women need to praise and com- compliment men to build their self-esteem, too. Another gushed, "All this is adorable, while someone else commented, whoa, I've never heard of of this from men. That's interesting. What? Um, Some others, however, found it hard to believe that Nick has insecurities in the bedroom, considering the fact that he's a notorious womanizer who has seven kids with five different women. What not not with all those kids, one responded. Another asked in disbelief, with all them kids? We all know that an eggplant emoji ain't shy. Another user quipped. Uh, one other remark he isn't hiding anything under them covers. Someone else claimed but he lying. Don't believe that at all. While another assured Nick, well his thing is thinging so he shouldn't have to worry about anything else. Um you can watch the segment and read the the drop in the Oh here it is. See it's playing. I don't know what's going on. Like my phone is trying to play all this shit. So excuse me. But you can watch the clip in the description and read the drop. Um in the description as well i scoffed because um you know i am i'm i try to be fair right uh i hate when people try to pretend like people because of their gender their race or whatever don't have insecurities i think all of us have insecurities i think it's just if your insecurities or something that rock you or not. Um, And I think that, or something that you actually think about actively. I think it's important to understand that everybody has insecurities, no matter what they look like, no matter who they are. Um, But are they things that stop you? Are there things that you actually think about? Are you in control of your insecurities? Or you know um, that it's a lie. Like you understand that whatever you're insecure about is not something you should be worried about, if that makes any sense. Uh, I feel like I also scoffed because uh, I hate that y'all do that shit. Like, applauding men for being somewhat vulnerable on TV or somewhat vulnerable. Like, that's, I mean, yeah, we should applaud them, but y'all literally tear down women all day for, like, shows like this where they're telling you everything about them. Y'all make fun of them. Like, Tamar Braxton crying about how she was worried about if she looked like a Muppet. Y'all turn that to a meme. But Nick Cannon says up there and says, I feel a little skinny. Y'all applaud him? Like, I think that that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I find that... I'm sorry. If you can hear me echo, it's because I moved my headphones. Because I'm I put a Q-tip to my ear. This is another reason why I don't like to go live. Or, like, I have not... Recorded the show. I'm like pushing to record like a video version of the song, the this podcast because I'll be doing a lot of crazy shit, and I also don't want y'all to see how I be taking like do to the face like mid, a like um recording, but we'll get to that later on to so another date when I you find guys finally get to see me live, um but anyway any uh I think applauding him for being like, I feel skinny and I'm always under the cover. Oh my God. Like standing up and just applauding that is like weird to me. Like that's like, oh, you know, thank you for doing your assignment. Like, I don't know. I feel weird about that. Y'all do that about men all the time for doing the bare bone minimum. Like niggas be skinny, niggas be fat and they could be insecure. They obviously are insecure about it. That's why they collect women the way they do. Like, him to be like, oh, I know women don't be worried about that. Some women be like, nigga, you skinny. Like, or nigga, you fat. The same way y'all be with bitches. Like, it goes both ways. Like, why do y'all try to pretend like because someone's a man that they are no, not fleshy or not capable of having emotions? Or I think that's the issue for me, like, that I have with a lot of women too, is that they tend to think that their men are not able to feel the same way that they feel. And I feel like that narrative is why men behave the way they behave because they feel like they're not supposed to be capable of feeling the same ways that you feel when in reality the difference between our gender besides a few like hormones is the thing between our legs. We have brains that somehow kind of act the same way or are capable of behaving the same way. We have feelings. We have experiences. We see things. And you could actually agree and have the same viewpoints and the same feelings as someone who has the opposite gender as you. And that the only difference could be the fact that this person has something swinging in their pants and you got something... Pussying in your pants, like purring, like I don't like that notion. And I feel like in 2022, why do we still act like we should blow streamers every time a man tells us that he feels insecure when he clearly has made a career off of showing that he's insecure? Or that has made a like obvious notions that he has problems with his security. That's why he has seven kids with five different baby mamas who all are kind of well more established than him. Like clearly, like, are y'all listening to me or like or do y'all get what I'm coming from? Like, why do y'all push that narrative, ladies? Like, oh well. He told me last night that he was shy. I said, "Oh my God, a man has never told me that." I'm gonna marry him. No fucking uh, like. I think that that's weird. I don't know. Do you do you get what I'm coming from? I don't know. I don't know, that's the show. But by the way, this week's Twitter poll, I should have said that earlier. This week's Twitter poll is about Bel Air. Are you excited about Bel Air? Are y'all gonna watch it? Are y'all like not feeling it like at all? Tap in with us with the link in the description box. Make sure you guys tap in with us on this week's Twitter poll Twitter poll, and that's the show. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go eat. <laughs> that's the show. Um, y'all have a very productive week next week. I love y'all very much. And I'll holler at y'all next time. Bye.